Are you constantly wrestling with that idea that you're a lazy mom? Do you feel like you should be doing more, achieving more, and maintaining a spotless home all at the same time? <laughs> you are not alone. Many of us fall into this trap, thinking that we should be perfect. We compare ourselves to the seemingly perfect lives that we see on social media or even those around us who only let us glimpse what they want us to see. And we struggle to meet those very unrealistic standards. The truth is this, you're not lazy and you're certainly not alone in these feelings. This is a very common struggle among moms. The myth of the lazy mom is just that. It's a myth. I've been a victim of it myself so many times. And it's time for you to unlock your super mom potential and to really embrace your unique journey. Yours and mine are not going to look like anyone else's and they're not going to look like each other's. Welcome to another episode of Her Home and Heart Podcast. I'm Katie Keene and our mission is to help you conquer overwhelm, balance your life holistically and strengthen your family's bonds. If you're tired of doubting yourself and feeling like you're not doing enough, this episode is for you. We're going to explore three powerful keys to transform your perspective on motherhood and homeschooling. We are going to banish the myth that we are lazy moms, and we're going to discover how we can become our own future self bestie. Picture a future you who looks back and thanks the you of today for setting the stage to be the best version of yourself. Are you ready to unlock your supermom status and embrace the wonderful mom that you truly already are? Stay tuned for three valuable keys that are going to help you break free from the myth of laziness and empower you to be the amazing mom that you already are. Let's get started. Let's talk about something that most of us have experienced, but we rarely want to admit, mom guilt. <laughs> You know the feeling. I know it far too well as well. It's that gnawing sense that we're lazy, undisciplined, or somehow we're failing because our lives just don't match that polished and perfectly curated snapshot that we see every day on social media. So mom guilt is this unwanted visitor. It's whispering to us, my house isn't clean enough. Homeschooling isn't happening as it should. I must be lazy. It is amazing how quickly we can transform from this superhero mom to this guilt-ridden, self-critical wreck. I know the feeling. I've been there so many times. But one glance at Instagram will reveal these beautifully organized homes and these kids happily engrossed in their studies. I mean, even the pictures of the majority of special needs families, whether I'm looking in Canva or Instagram or Facebook, they show everyone smiling. There's not a reflection there of the grief process, of lamenting, of sorrow over dreams for our children that have been shattered or the ways that our own lives have been changed. You know, there's not a, a reflection there of how tiring and exhausting the daily work is, the in and the out that never ends. And, you know, the, the on and on of this constant need for caregiving in some of our homes. And so our own reality might be closer to a whirlwind of toys and a science experiment that's gone wrong in the living room and our hair is a mess and we haven't slept in what feels like days. But fear not, you're not alone in this. Honestly, we've all been there and we've all felt like we're falling short. And some of us just feel like we're barely keeping our heads above water. So here are some questions that we should ask ourselves, that we can ask ourselves. We have the opportunity to. Why do we feel so often, like we're not doing enough. 
how can we separate our exhaustion from actual laziness? And here's another one. Can we redefine success in our own terms? It helps when we can dig into these questions because it lets us shed light on these murky waters of mom guilt so that we can emerge from that with a very much clearer perspective. So something that helps quite a bit is to, when we're exploring these questions, really embrace self-compassion. It will help free ourselves from the chains of self-doubt and guilt. And so we want to redefine success conquer mom guilt, build a healthier, more compassionate relationship with ourselves. And so here are just a couple of ways that we can do that, that align with the questions. Number one would be the comparison trap. Have you ever found yourself just scrolling through your social media feed and then suddenly you feel your mood plummet? (laughs) I know I've been there. That's the comparison trap. And it's one of those culprits that is behind our unwelcome guest named Mom Guild. In this age, we are surrounded all the time by social media. We are bombarded with these perfect images. It's not just from magazines and billboards anymore. We're seeing it in front of us all the time. We're seeing meticulously cleaned homes, kids sitting quietly doing schoolwork, and all these happy faces all around. But here's the thing that we all must keep in the forefront of our mind. And I have to be consciously aware to do this as well. These images are far more fiction most of the time than they are fact. Behind the scenes, what's actually real is that kids squabble and homes get messy and we lose our cool sometimes. There was a time way back when I had a therapist come into our home And I was apologizing. Oh, I'm so sorry. There's things out of place. Oh, you know, there's dishes in the sink. And she looked me square in the face and she said, I'm so glad when I see a home that doesn't look perfect because what it tells me as a professional is that mom's priorities are in the right place. She's obviously taking better care of her children and she's focusing more time on her children than if she had spent all day keeping an absolutely perfect home. That has never left me. That stayed and was something cherished in my heart for all these years. And that was probably 16 years ago now that she said that to me. And so when we see these filtered snapshots on social media, they don't tell the whole story. And they certainly do not reflect back on us. They do not reflect back on our worth as a mom. Number two, the thing that we can do to help ourselves get out of this trap is to redefine success. This is literally a game changer, redefining success that is actually based on our values and on our family's unique circumstances is so powerful. The idea of a successful homeschool day can be vastly different from one family to the next. If your kids are learning every day, whether it's from textbooks or from life experiences, that is something significant to celebrate. Kids learn organically so well. And so it may not look like you expected, but if they are learning, celebrate. It's likely they're learning at a much deeper level than you anticipated. And this section where we want to talk about redefining success is where I really encourage you to make a family vision. This is where creating a family vision comes into play. It's something that my family does as a part of our family government, which I also do teach. And it's so valuable when you can know what your own goals and callings for your family are and have those established, written down, where you guys can remind yourselves and be reminded. 
we then can also stop feeling so much lack because we're no longer comparing ourselves to everyone else's vision or the fake reality that they want us to believe that they're living. Instead, we have our own very clear, very defined family vision that tells us what we are aiming for, where we are shooting our arrow long range. You know, what is that target that we're going for? We can ditch the cookie cutter vision that way of success and embrace what's a real journey, something that is beautiful in its imperfections. Number three, the last one is self-care and rest. I know it sounds so cliche. But it's so important to talk about because tiredness isn't laziness. We're all running on different levels of empty most days. Being a mom is exhausting. Managing a household, homeschooling, attending to everyone's needs. It can leave you feeling utterly drained. And then you layer in that many of us have a high needs child or a child with profound disability. My precious son needs 24-7 care. There is never a break. We have to rotate who's caring for him when I need to get my stuff done, including being here with you. So we have to figure out a schedule. And, you know, all of us in my family can at times feel quite drained and we need to support each other. And that does not mean that we are lazy. When I am personally too tired to face the laundry, it's not because I'm lazy. And it doesn't mean you're lazy either. It just means we're human. So we can't forget about self-care. Taking time for ourselves, though it seems in our minds often like it's a luxury, it's a necessity. We cannot pour from an empty cup. And when we try to, what comes out is not pretty. My family could tell you many a story over when I try to pour from an empty cup. I could stand there very embarrassed (laughs) and tell you my own stories of when I try to pour from an empty cup. And it's not good. So taking moments to recharge, it really is a vital part of being that kind of mom that we are seeking to be, that godly mom that's showing true love. You know, the greatest of these is love. We want to show love. And we cannot really feel at our best, most loving when we are exhausted. And we certainly are not lazy just because we're tired. And so we must take a little bit of time and do some self-care. All right, so we've already talked about the problem, which is mom guilt, thinking that we're lazy when we're really not. And so we have a few ways that we've dissected that can help us conquer the mom guilt. And I want you to remember that recognizing that you're not alone in this is a huge key. We've all experienced these moments. We are in this together. You're not alone. So practice self-compassion. I have compassion for you. I hope you have compassion for me. We are doing our best. We are trying to raise our children to love the Lord. We are trying to be examples of his love and mercy and grace and forgiveness. We are trying to expose our children to the beauties of creation and to all the wonderful things out there that there are to learn. And we want to raise them to be people who have character, right? People who love the Lord and follow him. And so we must have compassion for each other. We have to have compassion for ourselves. And acknowledge our efforts and appreciate our small wins. I'm probably the worst at that. (laughs) I have very high standards for myself and it is not good. I have to focus very intentionally to appreciate my small wins. Something that has helped with that is my family has quarterly meetings. We have meetings much more frequently than that. But we very intentionally set quarterly meetings. And we 
we look for our own small wins and our bigger wins, and then we point out each other's wins and we celebrate. Whether we go get dairy-free ice cream and, you know, have an ice cream party at home, make little banana splits or whatever we do, we pick something new each time. It is so important to remember that we should celebrate these things. And another thing I want to remind you right before I close is that please remember there's nothing you can do to earn your salvation. Being the best mom on the planet is not going to get you salvation and it's not going to garner God's approval. No matter what kind of mom I am, no matter how good, how, how the best mom ever, I'm not going to get to heaven that way. We are already good enough simply because we have accepted his forgiveness. That's it. And because of that, we have such freedom and we have this opportunity to strive, to love, and to do the things that he modeled, but in freedom. And then to utilize repentance and reconciliation and apologize when we mess up and to teach our children that they also will never be perfect and that they too need salvation and forgiveness. And so when that feeling of guilt creeps in, please remember this podcast. I myself will need to remember this podcast. (laughs) Hopefully it's a good reminder for all of us to have a healthier perspective on our journeys as mothers in a world that's filled with images of perfect moms, perfect families, perfect homeschools, and perfect kids. It's so easy to forget that real life is messier and more beautiful. And mom guilt may be that very unwelcome guest, but it does not have to overstay its welcome. So, Just to recap for you, we've all been there. We have all been overwhelmed by self-doubt, by mom guilt, and these feelings don't actually reflect reality. We can redefine success on our terms with a biblical perspective through creating a family vision with our spouse, with our kids, and to recognize the importance of self-care and rest and embrace self-compassion. You do have the tools to conquer mom guilt. I have to remind myself that all the time. And it is time to move forward with confidence, knowing that we are doing an incredible job. So I invite you to share your story with me and with our beautiful community of families on Facebook. We have a network of supportive moms and we are there trying to embrace our unique journeys as families. And we would love to support you and celebrate your wins and also to receive your encouragement there too. Thank you for sharing this time with me today. I really look forward to seeing you again next time. I'd like to thank CTC Math for contributing to keeping this podcast on the air. If you've been struggling to find the perfect math curriculum, you don't have to look any further. CTC Math is an amazing answer. It is comprehensive video lessons, self-paced learning, and it's really convenient for busy moms like you and me. Head over to ctcmath.com and tell them we sent you. Thanks for listening and spending time with us today. If you know anyone who could benefit from my mom's podcast, please share it and leave a review so others can find us too. See you next time.